What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sadiari and yourself for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in our homes in the Philippines to the rest of the globe and into the Hall of Heroes as this is our first ever DC-themed episode as we discuss the highlights of the recently concluded DC Fandom event. Welcome, welcome to the show and thanks for listening. And before anything else, let's introduce our co-hosts for the day. Let us welcome back Paula. Hello, Paula. Hey! <laughs> Richard is also here. What's up? Emil is here. Hello. Welcome back after so long. Has it, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been Hello. a couple of episodes. It's been a couple yeah. of episodes, yeah. Um, Dren is also here. Hello. The non-appearing Dren. <laughs> yeah, mysterious. I'm telling and you, I'm just Cholo with a voice changer. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, I know, my mind, uh, my power. I have like a second uh, <laughs> voice. Anyway, let us welcome to the show, Francis. Super cool. Thank you. We we thought we needed some backup on this topic, so <laughs> Paula went ahead and uh, invited Francis. So I hope I make you. good backup. It's, it's great thank you, thank you. to Definitely. talk to you again after so long. And years, it's been years. So Ayun, uh, let us not. We haven't had an episode where we just talk about random news in a while. I feel and there was this event called the DC Fandom that just happened August twenty second. Um, it was a 24-hour live stream with some of the biggest names and titles spanning the DC multiverse. So we're going to be talking more about those news and how we feel about it. And yun, let us begin. Before anything else, I guess let's talk about our feelings on the DC EU, DC multiverse in general at this point in time. Because it's been super, I don't know, iba-iba yung nangyayari for the last 5 years, 10 years. And I don't know, I just want to hear your thoughts about what you feel about it this far before the whole DC fandom happened. Uh, I, I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess for me, it's in. I've, I've, I've been feeling a bit uh, mixed about it. There have been really good things to come out of it, like movies like Birds of Prey, for example, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. That was really good. And Aquaman, I also like. Of course, Wonder Woman and the uh, and the Arrowverse kind of never really fails to like make me have fun. So those are the things that I've been really enjoying. Pero it's it hasn't really been coming into anything solid as a whole. So I don't know. I mean, that's what that's why I was kind of skeptic about the whole. Oh, we're gonna have this whole convention sort sort of digital convention about DC because what are we gonna expect? We don't really know what's <laughs> happening. So that's on my end. Anyone else on that note? Um, well, I've always been more of a Marvel girl than um, DC. My bed sheets are Marvel <laughs> right uh, now. Did you plan that? By no, design? no, no, it's, no. I'm sure that was by design. Totally. No, it just it's just is my bed. I have like <laughs> two of those. <laughs> but yeah, um, so X Men was my first ever like legit superhero series, but dc particularly with like the batman the campy old batman movies were just like how i got into the wow. dc universe growing That's up true. yeah my my dad was such a big fan well, like, like uh, adam west joke. like adam west or like not that old grab it like a keaton you said your dad no, oh, that's yeah. probably George Clooney and Val Kilmer. Probably it was. That was probably the first one. Like, George <laughs> Clooney was Batman. my first the Batman. Best. The best. The best. Also, Batman. like, because, like, Poison Ivy and probably, like, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman was, like, 
one of the first few signs for me that I was like, hmm, I think I'm ah, into girls I'm also. Into <laughs> Robin. I'm, I'm into both Robin and Poison Ivy. You know, it was like a good. It must um, have been very boring. fun to watch those scenes. It was. It, it was for is. me as well. Right? And Not so much for Robin, more Poison Ivy. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell's hella hot, though. Yeah, and then like animated series for DC, I think, is, has always been better than yes. Marvel. Yeah. Um, from the Justice League to all of the it's Batman anyway. cartoons. Oh, it's, it's true. I mean, like, for someone who kind of watches both I, I definitely appreciate the dc cartoons a lot more and when the live series like arrow and the flash started coming out they were fun for like the first few seasons and then like medyo nawala for me like dumami na dumami na yung mga characters but it was just getting hard to like keep up with everything um in terms of movies there was a time where I was like super big on the Nolan trilogy, but then again, like who wasn't super big on the yeah. trilogy? Um, but like with Batfleck and even Henry Cavill's um, Man of Steel, I wasn't much of a fan. I don't know why. Like they just didn't have that same charm that, or even like the characters themselves just didn't appeal to me in the same way. Because this is someone who like like I'm someone who likes Superman Returns. Like it's a pretty bad movie, but I enjoyed it still because I felt like they still stayed true to who Superman is, yes. and I felt I didn't really feel that for Man of Steel. So I've been genuinely disappointed with DC since films, I guess, like Wonder Woman, and I really enjoyed Shazam as well. What do you think of Aquaman? I didn't like. It. I feel like <laughs> quite a lot of it is also like growing up with DC that was like very light and very like campy like even with the cartoon justice league cartoon teen titans we grew up with that kind of like dc comics universe and coming into like a gritty dark whatever Zack snyder i don't think it's even the grittiness of it because we like the nolan batman yeah you know that made sense to me and yeah like the teen titans aren't that campy in the comics so i i don't know but i'm no, it's, it's not necessarily it's like Zach a Snyder. thing. I think it's a Zack Snyder thing. <laughs> it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> 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 but yeah. Um, so it's been a while since I've been like really excited for anything DC since those movies. And the games, like the Batman games are also yes, fantastic. so good. Right. And the Harley Quinn TV uh, cartoons yeah. are great. Um, but nothing ever to like the level that I get hyped up over a Marvel trailer, for example. So it was nice to have like the fandom because... It was a whole dedicated day for DC, and I just was surprised to be very happy with it when it finished. So yeah, but we'll talk more about that later. Who would like to go next? <laughs> <laughs> On next, sino na? <laughs> I can go next. Okay, so I'm just a little shy because I don't know when I can come in being the new guy in, in the just stream. jump in. <laughs> um... Okay, well, DC, yeah, I, I think I definitely come from a very similar sort of background as Paula. I mean, like, I suppose the peak of it for, like, my fandom was definitely the Nolan trilogy. I mean, it was definitely that for a long time. I mean, it, it feels sort of like Nolan had his own flavor that, you know, whatever he did for the Batman thing, he could really feel in his other movies that had come after those. So it really felt like the spirit of that sort of gritty Batman was really, you know, you could really feel it from his movies and that's sort of what you'd expect coming forward, coming from that. 
So he had a hand in the Superman movies. So I feel like as much as they wanted to come from the success of what he did with Batman, I don't know if that's really the best way to treat Superman. I mean, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, they had, you know, sort of some frustration because uh, why is Superman so dark? He's not supposed to be dark. He's supposed <laughs> to be the opposite of Batman. So I guess that's kind of where they went wrong. If you want to, you know, if, if we want to look at it through the lens of like, oh, in hindsight, this is what they did wrong. But, you know, I mean, like, they're trying to do something different from what Marvel is doing because a lot of what's happening now, Marvel's really setting the tone, the pace, kind of playing catch-up. So they can't just do, like, you know, campy or, like, super bright stuff. As much mm-hmm. as they, I'm sure they want to, but, like, DC has to be different for them to really, you know, still stand a chance and, like, stand out. So that's where they are. That's where they are now. I mean, they're, they're starting to be more successful. Um ever since they started to not pay too much attention to like Zack oh, Snyder <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so but they don't use Zack Snyder <laughs> exactly I mean like they're not making him escape good but I mean like um, you know they were so worried about oh man we have to we have to do our own universe we have to build the universe the same yep. way the MCU yeah. is doing it because you know we're, we're being left behind the dust but when they started to not really pay attention as much to that. They started doing better. I mean, mm. um, you know, Joker obviously was so good. Um, it looks like... Um, we have our thoughts. Paula <laughs> <laughs> well, was no. like, mm. okay. <laughs> oh, you, okay. No. I didn't you enjoy it. So? <laughs> oh, well, it wasn't really... Okay. I have I have opinions. But, but that I is mean, a separate discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman yung usapan. No, but okay, okay. Um, like to your point, I felt super heavy after Joker, and I'm like, man, I can't watch that again the same week. Like, I have to really wait until I can watch that movie again. But I mean, like, for you watched it more than once. Uh, <laughs> Calm down, everybody. Calm yeah, down. Like, 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 I mean, more I like like you can do it because I just like because it because it's so heavy. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, like, watching yeah. It I, I I agree with you. I I would watch it more than once though because I mean, like, mm. what they were trying to do, they did well. You okay. know, and they were trying to make a heavy movie, and it was heavy. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed to swear? I, I'm trying not to swear. <laughs> I mean, like, it's really heavy. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like when they're doing their own thing, not paying too much attention to like the format that Marvel is doing, they're doing better. I mean, they're already mm-hmm. doing really well. Whatever they've been doing for animated stuff, for example, has been going. Yeah. It's been doing really well. So like, it's really just I suppose this 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 sort of Hollywood landscape. They're like so pressured with because Marvel's gotten so far ahead of yeah. the game. So, you know, that's sort of this, that's where they are now. Because they before it was just them, even in the Hollywood sense, because of the Batman movies. But mm-hmm. ever since Marvel started taking the spotlight, they're like, okay, we're doing, they feel like they're doing something wrong. We have to do what they're doing. And it's not working out for them. Mm-hmm. But like, do you feel that sense of excitement, like the way that you were excited for the Nolan films whenever a new DC like announcement would come up? Well, um, the thing is, it's really just Batman that I look forward to. So, <laughs> the fact that, okay, um, I didn't, I mean, like, Justice League was okay. I mean, I, it, it wasn't, I wouldn't say I had a bad time watching it. I mean, it definitely yeah. wasn't yeah. as good as, like, this yeah, Marvel yeah, 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 yeah. that I'd see. But, like, I, I really, really like what Batfleck did. I mean, like, the, the fight scene that he has in the warehouse is honestly, like, Oh, yeah. I don't know how any any Batman fight scene can top that unless they do it with, I don't know, 
with Rob more, like <laughs> more CGI villains. As in, that's the thing I feel like Batman still doesn't really have CGI villains. Not that he needs to, but I mean, like you know, seeing mm-hmm. like Killer Croc, for example. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you need to do some CGI for that sort of film. But anyways, I actually do think like like the Batfleck was doing really well, so I'm sad to see him not show up anymore. Mm. Um, but of course, the new Batman of um, Robbie Pat looks pretty interesting. We're anyway, are bad. Yeah, I don't know if I'm staying on the outline. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm jumping ahead. So go so, ahead. Go lang, go okay. Like I'm, I'm just talking. Yeah, That's how I, most I think, of I these podcasts go. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's no outline. Just out the window. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited. Okay, so like to answer your question, I'm I'm pretty excited for to see what they're gonna do with Batman. Um, uh, Suicide Squad seems interesting, but you know I feel like I have to sort of wait first. It might be too, mm. too messy. But James Gunn, you know, he knows what he's doing probably. So <laughs> let's see. So Emil, Richard, Gren, any other thoughts before we head to the specific uh, fandom episode? Uh, I think all of us, like, same, same, yeah. man. you know, we started, we all started, I'm sure, with the cartoons, well, with like Kimmer, <laughs> the Michael Keaton and everything. And then after that, eventually, you know, the Dark Knights, the Dark Knight trilogy came in and then all of us were like, wow, so this oh, Richard, superhero movie can be voice. like this. Pala. Oh no! I, I have the pressure. I can't <laughs> do it. No, I remember I can't that, do that voice now. really well. You did right? it all the time. Oh before, my god! I, used to, I actually tried it again recently, and I couldn't. I couldn't do accents oh. like the way I used oh. to. Oh no! But you're yeah, lying. so not now. Not sample. <laughs> <laughs> sample skin. You're lying. No, no, legit, legit. I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it as well as I did before. It's okay. After but, the podcast, not. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 When it's not recording. Having us a teacher of Batman stuff. Chal, just say like, okay, we're done recording, and then like, you know, just yeah, just trick Richard. But yeah, I mean, so far nothing has beaten the Dark Knight trilogy for me. And uh, I'm looking. Uh, I, I have high expectations, man, with what they're coming, uh, what they're doing with the new Batman. And yeah, probably an unpopular opinion, but I think that my, you know, like objectively, my enjoyment of what they did with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker matches my enjoyment of uh, Nolan's Batman. Wow. Probably. I mean, like, I didn't feel as good coming out of the movie. That's the biased <laughs> side of so. me. I hope so. The biased side of me, like, would say, no, nope, I felt pretty bad after I watched that Joker movie. But, I mean, in terms of, like, objectively what they did, honestly. Yeah, I guess in terms I of, really, like, I really art, liked it. like in, ter- in terms of, like, level of artistic-ness, uh, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. The portrayal uh, of, same like, level how, now. you know, yeah. mental illness, it's not just about the person, also the outside factors. Yeah. Super cool. Really touched on really good, really relevant issues, I think. And I mean, I don't really know if Nolan did that. Not that he should, but I mean, you know, that's definitely yeah. something the Joker has going for him. And we live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> we still do. I mean, with everything happening. Um, society. <laughs> Emil, Dren? Oh, I mean... I, because sorry, because my relationship with comic books in general, I don't really have like a super strong like I, I didn't really follow the comics of either Marvel DC or any or any other. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily like religiously follow um like 
either of these universes. I guess I guess the MCU. I just ended up sort of falling into it, so I feel obliged to watch everything. And I do enjoy. <laughs> I do oh, enjoy no. them in like most. Uh, yeah, but I but I do enjoy like most superhero things that I watch them in. Um, with regards to DC, I just scattered the exposure. Like I haven't seen a lot of like the older DC movies. I uh, yeah. have not seen any like Arrowverse show pre 2017. Um, yeah, so me just scattered lang. So I I feel like I'm coming into the whole like this new batch of DC films from a very like audience perspective. I I suppose because I mm-hmm. I have like no comic knowledge like whatsoever. Like very very fundamental. It's okay, so, it's just Batman for me. <laughs> <laughs> the same, the man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I guess I guess I'll like share my thoughts on like each thing as we well, uh, as we talk about them. Yeah. Uh, for me, I. Uh... I have a very strange relationship with DC because I loved it for a very long time in the beginning mm-hmm. and then it, it kind of disappeared. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't even know, like high school, college, somewhere somewhere there. And then after graduating from uh, college, it, it all kind of came back. So it's, it's strange because I would say that in some ways I have like a, a good amount of knowledge. Like I've seen most, if not all of the animated, DC animated oh, movies. Cool. But like, I haven't read a single. Well, no, that's not true. I haven't read many. Uh, what do you call this? Comics. Comics, like yeah. at all. So it, my knowledge is really just limited to the the shows and, and uh, the movies. So, but yeah, I think I'm in the. I'm also in a, a pretty. Uh, what do you call this? Unpopular opinion that I, I still very much look forward to pretty much anything that the DCU puts wow. out. Uh, Emil knows this. <laughs> I, I, no, because like I'll always be like, hey, did you watch the, the thing trailer? And you'll be like, no, I don't. Eh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, you're making me sound so bad. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean like that's the, the popular consensus is like, we'll see, you know. Oh, yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm definitely more cynical about yeah, it. And I'm, and, I'm yeah. always, and I'm always like, no, this is the one and it's never the one. <laughs> but in my head, like, it'll, they'll get it, you know. So I'm, I'm always I've been Joker. Is Joker that bad? No, no, we can no, talk no, about it later. I I, we will. We will probably discuss. There it. are yeah, thoughts. We'll there are thoughts. But, <laughs> but the, what do you call this? But like the past. God, when did the first? When did Man of Steel even come out? Like twenty thirteen. So the past yeah, like seven years, wow. I've been like, they're gonna do College. it, guys. There. <laughs> this is it. This is the one. You know that. That's true. You know those, I agree with Jen. You know those scenes when there's like. When, like, for example, like a, a character like Rambo is just mowing down the army of the bad guy, and each yeah. minion, and each minion's like, "I'm gonna be the guy that shoots Rambo." That's like me. I'm like, "This is gonna be the one." <laughs> <laughs> I know these are all just extras, but one of them is gonna get him. And I, I just imagine Rambo as like the MCU, right? Like one of these days uh-huh. they're going to prick MCU, and I think it actually happened with Wonder Woman, where the MCU was like, "Okay, wait a minute, like we might." Yeah, actually- well, they did like a female-led superhero. Yeah, exactly. First. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Surprise, Marvel's not perfect, and I feel like this illusion was like shattered <laughs> for a lot of people. Like, wait, like, there's no colored people in the Marvel, but <laughs> you know, things yeah. like that. So, so I think it. And maybe my optimism mainly comes from I think that competition is always healthy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Something needs to like rock the boat. And yes, given that DC has swung many times and missed many times, but they try stuff, which I love. So at least they're trying. That's true. I mean, yeah, really that's, true. that's a. Really- Although I read like this article that said that the reason why, particularly the first few um, Zack Snyder DC films, kind of didn't hit the mark, was because. Warner Brothers and the DC like comic community or like 
DC Comics never really planned on coming out with like a DC universe. Yeah. But because Marvel was doing so well with it, all of the DC fans, cause you know how it's like, yeah. like frat okay. fraternities yeah. that are like fighting they each other all thing. the time. They want that thing. Right, exactly. So it's that. So there was intense pressure from the fans that they kind of had to do it rather than it being Organic. a well like planned thing like Marvel. Because yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't well planned. <laughs> yeah, was, exactly. They, they chose Zack Snyder to be their Kevin Feige. They did. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first mistake. Let's get the dude that did 300 to be Kevin Feige. Hey, I like 300. I thought, yeah. 300 oh, soccer punch then. Soccer punch then. Soccer punch then. The guy that did soccer punch to be Kevin Feige. Hey, there are a lot of people excited for the Snyder Cut, though. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm no. one of those people. <laughs> I do agree on Paula's point, though. Now, why does there have to be, like, some fraternity DC versus Marvel anyway? Like, but the, but like, enjoy it. But the thing is, like, yeah. even I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, like that's that's existed. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't it's know. a historical thing for some reason. How yeah, in yeah, the same like, way how there's like a Harry Potter versus Lord of the Rings thing and just oh, like yeah. that is a thing. <laughs> but and Star Wars versus Star Trek, it just it just happens yeah. for like similar um, fandoms, I guess. But to me, lang parang the way I view it, of course they have comparison side by side but like temporary on my perspective lang it's just like I just enjoy whatever is put yeah. out and criticize whatever is put out yeah definitely and just like you know they're doing their best as well so you know parang yun lang I, I agree with I'd have to side with Gren like being <clears throat> positive about the thing that's so nice some people just like dissing it for the sake of dissing it sometimes so ayun uh, I guess that leads us to our discussion on the specific reveals and highlights on the DC fandom. I must say though, it's a really uh, well-oiled machine, the whole streaming that happens. Yes. But I watched some live and parang compared to like other streaming events that have happened, I heard SDCC wasn't that like... Yeah, magula SDCC. Mm-hmm. And then parang I've been seeing na there were apparently like 22 million people tuned in to yes. the full event I, I for the 24 also. hours. And I think uh, parang they're seeing it as one of the benchmarks of live stream events. Yeah. Modern day. And that's pretty interesting. And ang ganda nga na experience, uh, although yun nga, it's not really on demand. You really have to like tune in and like schedule the time. And like, because uh, there is a schedule on the website. Uh, where you can just press schedule and it will go to your digital calendar and say, okay, I'm going to add the Wonder Woman panel to my schedule. And then parang you can go to the website when your scheduled panels are there. And it's very, it was a really seamless experience for me. And it's, it's really fun. Although I had to sleep at some point and just watch the replay. <laughs> I was very impressed with you that you stayed up for it. Because <laughs> I, I was just like, I'll watch all of the trailers in the morning. <laughs> like that was just the headspace that I was yeah, in. That was me as well. I woke I like, up and then so well, I was like, stuff. oh, this Batman yeah, trailer same. was really good. I was like, oh, I, I fell asleep because I slept late because of the Batman. But yeah, it was a really good experience and they're going to have another like episode, if you can say that, or like another event in September. More DC stuff? Yeah, it's more like a... Just the, the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same event all over again. <laughs> Parang ano, uh, there are like different time. rooms where you can watch different DC content. 
for 24 hours. Ah. You can go to the DC Fandom website right now and check out what they can offer. And there are other panels that aren't that weren't in the Hall of Heroes, like uh, some TV panels, some other movie panels that are gonna be shown on September 12 in some places, September 13 in some places. So let's talk about the main event, which was DC Fandom Hall of Heroes, which happened mm-hmm. August 22nd. First was Wonder Woman 1984, which was supposed to be released in June, I believe. June, yeah. And, you know, Miss Rona came in and stopped her. <laughs> and we were given a new trailer. And that is what we're going to react to right now. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm super excited, of course, still with that whole golden armor, with the whole 80s vibe. Yeah. And seeing Cheetah, this, that's it. I was like, <laughs> wow, how do they even like show her like in the movie? Because before they were still coy about it. And now in this new trailer, they were like, okay, here's Cheetah for you. They're like, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> oh, I'm always excited for Wonder Woman content. Particularly excited that they're bringing back Chris Pine. Uh, <laughs> I don't care how they're bringing him back. As long as he's there, don't really care. <laughs> really don't. But yeah, it's always such a joy to see uh, Diana as a character. Because as much as I do have problems with like Gal Gadot as a person. Oh. Um, as a person, not as an actress. <laughs> There's that. Um, she really portrays Diana well. Like the wonder and like the woman. Uh, the woman. <laughs> <laughs> the wonder and the woman. Uh, and the woman. 1984 of it all. Yeah. <laughs> but like she just exudes so much positivity and that's always just been how Wonder Woman was for me. Imagine all the people. <laughs> Wonder Woman, not Gal Gadot. <laughs> we have issues with her. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Cheetah though, as cool as it was to see her, it, it's so weird for me because, like, in my head, Kristen Wiig is still, like, all of her characters in Saturday Night Live. So That's it's hard true. for me to, like, mesh her with who she is now as an actress. It just doesn't click as well. But I, I, I know she'll do well. It's a very interesting casting choice to begin with to get Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, I feel. I mean, I'm happy guys, for uh, her. Have you guys seen Skeleton Twins? I have not. No. That's oh. the movie that made me go, like, yeah, she could do this. She is, she did, she, it was a movie she did with Bill Hader, and it's super depressing. It's just about these two twins who are like extremely not- depressed, and <laughs> <laughs> extremely depressed, and just like are trying to figure out like, oh my god, is there like a point to living? It's that like it's that kind of movie. And in my head, when I first saw like Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig, but then she's great. And Bill uh, Bill Hader is fantastic. Really, really good in it. So when I saw that movie, I was like, oh, she can do this. She's got this. So maybe watch it if you want to be uh, assured that, that she can pull it off because she really I mean, can. the way that you were describing it, though, is like they're both very depressed. <laughs> like very mood right just now. Just a couple of comedians, you know. <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> well, it was, well, it's supposed to be like a black comedy. It is very funny when it, when it wants oh, to be. Okay. Ah, yeah. all really right, depressing all right. when it wants to be. So they got both down. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> says, but yeah. I mean, that's what makes it interesting. And when... Comic, parang people or actors who are known for their comedy are given these types of roles that you wouldn't yeah. really expect. So that's what I'm I'm looking forward to it because we've seen Diana, we've seen Steve, we're gonna see Steve again. We need more Steve. There will be, <laughs> and I guess it doesn't really matter why he appears. Pero parang there are kind of glimpses of why he's there or how he's there. 
So we're gonna get to see that, I guess, when we, whenever that time is, when we get to see the movie. Whenever I'm, Wonder Woman. I'm thinking lang din parang did they make any allusions to? Of course they would to American politics and stuff leading up to the elections, and they won't really be able to release that. I heard that see what Pedro Pascal is the Absolutely. villain here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard his character was based off Donald Trump, so I think that's <laughs> something. It's gonna be very hard for me to yeah. dislike Pedro Pascal, but if <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I hear there's going to be a lot of American politics in it, also. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, I guess it's gonna release later than they really expected it to be. Yeah. And we don't know who's gonna be elected there. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna do an entire rewrite if, if Biden wins. <laughs> Recast. Hi, Lord. Um, I, I was just thinking, like, when the first trailer for Wonder Woman 1984 dropped, I was extremely excited. Like, I was so mm-hmm. hyped on it. For one reason or another, like, the second trailer, I'm... I'm a little more nervous. I don't know why. Like, I know a lot of people enjoy the second trailer more, but I I guess it's just because the more I saw that they were trying to put into the movie, like with Cheetah, like actually seeing her and like um, more Pedro Pascal stuff and more um, Chris Pine stuff. Like, I just, I've become more uncertain about how they're going to pull that off. Um, So I don't know. Like, I, 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 I still don't think the trailers have given me enough to really prejudge the movie on, of course, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they didn't use uh, the song by New Order in this trailer again, which is <laughs> my favorite part. Of which the, is like the whole reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. I, I Wonder Woman, the first one, is still... Is it? I think it's still my favorite DC oh, yeah. movie. So, I mean... with, that, with Sorry, those... not to say what your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> despite, like, yeah, I know Emil's yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, despite like the weaker third act and whatnot, I agree with what Paula okay. said. Na parang the character is... Like, she gave me what I wanted from Henry Cavill's Superman. Like, exactly! I, I, I want to look that's at her true. and feel inspired. So, but yeah, I, I hope that stays... And at the time, I feel like a lot of girls really like were empowered talaga by... Wonder Woman, the oh, yeah. very, the very existence of that movie and Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, I guess that was really like a monumental cinematic thing for the modern age, and yeah. that's true, man. It was really dude. Nice. Her charging scene, I still think, is the best action it's sequence still, in yeah. a DC movie. And like, her theme song is, the is still the best that, theme that, song oh, out of yeah. all her of the superheroes right now. <laughs> Dude, when she came out in Batman versus Superman with that yes. song, I was like, whoa. Yeah. What? I was like, whoa. What? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't good. think Wonder Woman can make me feel like that. So I'm, you know, it's nice to, you know, it's nice to see Gal Gadot uh, take on the last toe again. I, okay. Uh, uh, Any other I, last thoughts, Grant? There, there are a few things that make me really excited about uh, the, the second Wonder Woman movie. One is that Patty Jenkins is on as a producer as well yes. now, as a a writer and director, which is means like so much for the movie, because, uh, like you know, in movies, the the people that usually say you can't do that are usually the producers. So yeah. now she's like, I can do it because I'm giving <laughs> money for this movie. So that helps a lot, and I think that that had a lot to do with the aesthetic of the movie, also how like mm-hmm. bright it is. Um, and how do I put this? I think like 
getting Patty Jenkins to do Wonder Woman was such a smart. It was like the saving grace for the first phase of the DCEU. Like everything was Absolutely. just not good. Like it was just, oh my god, what is happening? And I think they kind of did what Marvel did in their first phase, where they were casting these people that were known for certain roles that were just how do I put this? Just unknown enough for you to be like, huh, he's going to be a superhero, but also known enough for you to be like, I know that guy. Like, I think that's where all of them were before the MCU was, like Chris Evans, all of them. And at the same time, they all kind of embodied their characters without really trying, right, in the MCU. And they used that in their marketing. Um, and they wrote it into the movies also, like RDJ was like a recovering addict in real life when he <laughs> played Iron Man. Chris Evans is just, it's just kind of like the super nice guy <laughs> in in Human real torch. life, you know, it's yeah, exactly, perfect. right. And He's then everything, and you know, I think they kind of did that also with uh, with by casting Henry Cavill and, and you know and the other uh, actors in the DCU, most of them, because they all got, you know, they all have some kind of connection to like Henry Cavill's a nerd. You guys, I'm sure you guys have seen that oh, video of him building a computer, so which is like hot. okay. <laughs> you know, so hot but they but they didn't write it in this character. They made him the super. And I'm sure we'll talk about this more later, but they made him the super sad, depressing Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like this bumbling, you know, it's kind of, it, what I find really attractive about Superman is that he just wants to be human when everyone else wants to be him. Yeah. So, and they didn't put that into his character at all. Uh, and I think they could have because he's like this massive nerd. But with, with Wonder Woman, you know, they talked about like how Gagado trained with the Israeli army and everything like that. So in my head, she is you know, Wonder Woman in a lot of ways. At least, especially in the beginning when all of the, you know, not so good stuff came out about her. But especially in the beginning when we didn't really know that much about her. Yeah. In my head, Yagido was Wonder Woman. And I think that was so smart. So I think they're playing more into that now also by casting like somebody like Kristen Wiig. It's like, I know her, but how is she going to be Cheetah? So uh, for me, my excitement comes more of like, oh my God, it feels like they actually know what they're freaking doing now <laughs> exactly. like they're thinking about what they're doing instead of just like let's make a superman movie yeah so no agree i think like y- you mentioned it how um they marvel really understood where the characters where their characters were and integrated that really well with their actors i think why a lot of the dc movies failed is because they failed to understand the core of the characters that they were using um so I- i'm happy to see more of that like to see Wonder Woman and actually even Shazam, who I think like did really well in terms of bringing out that whole like young, fresh vibe that Shazam as a character really did have. So yeah, I'm super excited for Wonder Woman. Yes, we hope we see it this year. <laughs> not gonna Everyone, happen. Everyone not hopes. in theaters, guys. <laughs> We're not gonna see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. It's like how God. Well, uh, is it came out? Yeah, and, it's out, right? And, yeah. and people in America are watching. We're just like new mutants. That's comes out new mutants. Congratulations to your release after being in <laughs> hell. You did it so long. But then, like the You're director practicing. comes out with like the super racist comment right as <laughs> yeah, his film is like, coming oh out. <laughs> Why? Mm. <laughs> yeah. In any case, and Mulan has been. Uh, Move to the streaming Whatever. platform. Who cares? <laughs> so we'll see how that goes when it comes out. Next Free Hong Kong. So now we head to the next movie coming out next year. Hopefully next year. <laughs> uh, which is The Suicide Squad. It's one of the more intriguing releases for me. Since it's a soft reboot slash sequel of 
Suicide Squad, which came out in 2017. Just a few years ago. And, um, of course, James Gunn is at the helm of the movie after the whole Marvel fiasco happened. And Twitter is calling him out for like a 10-year-old tweet or something. And um, uh, DC got him, got the chance to like give him this franchise. And I feel like he's gonna like really put really great energy into this. Um, he says in that DC fandom um, panel that it's the most fun he's ever had making a film and being in with the cast, which is like, wow, what are you trying to say here? Yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Like, what was wrong with the Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know, is it like something he was told to say because people know him from Marvel or is it really that much fun? Or, I don't know. It's pretty interesting um, how he puts that fun that we know him for into a DC film instead. And apparently, um, they got the effects guy that um, did a lot of Marvel movies and said that um, this has more explosions and CGI and stuff combined <laughs> combined okay. against those Marvel movies. So I don't know. So it's pretty interesting. And uh, the main uh, event w- with this panel was the behind-the-scenes look into the film and, of course, the reveal of who who is playing who with that big cast. Um, of course, returning is Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. We love her. She's the fourth. They call her the fourth pillar of the DC universe now, apparently. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, at, after the Trinity, ata, si Harley Quinn na yung one of the more famous ones at the moment. Uh, definitely. I would think so. And uh, we've really seen Margot really shine as um, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, the first one. And of course, her own movie that was really great. So I'm excited to see this new take on Harley na black and red naman siya this time around compared to the bubblegum color she had before. Um, of course, also returning is Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, and Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. But ito na, let's go ahead I, I guess to the other people because this kind of like who are they gonna be? That was a big question after they revealed yeah. the cast. Um, I think that was late last year. Um, just some of those people, Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Actually, a, a lot of these people I'm not super familiar with these characters. Um, John Cena as Peacemaker, Nathan Pillion as TDK. What does that even mean? The Dark Knight. Not the Dark Knight. <laughs> 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 exactly. Oh my god! Surprise! <laughs> Brain. Um, of course, there are also some James Gunn faves in this film, such as Michael yeah, Rooker. Michael Rooker. As um, Sean Gunn as Weasel, he plays another rodent in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Sean Gunn. And of course, our one of our one of my favorite doctors, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. And Spiring to the Thinker lang yata yung kilala kong like obscure character because of the Flash references. Um, Flula Borg is also here as Javelin. Yeah. Other characters revealed are King Shark. Yeah. I love King Shark. Yes. Yeah, Harley um, Quinn, King Shark. <laughs> Yes, Harley Quinn, King Shark. Yes. Um, Ratcatcher 2, which is like, I guess, the daughter or a related... There was like a Ratcatcher 1. Ratcatcher 1. (laughs) (laughs) Also, of all the names you could like, name yourself as a superhero, why would you go with Ratcatcher? They catch rats. (laughs) 
Mongol, Black Terminator, and Soul Sorry are also here. So I guess that's that's up for discussion now. Like, who are these people? What's gonna happen? And it's, they just I'll gonna tell die. you what they are. They are. Who are they? They are. They're not gonna last twenty minutes in this film. Like I've watched a lot of movies. The way they were introduced. They're gonna die. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> way. Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, to, to kind of start, I, I just want to say that I love like all of the actors that are in this. I think it's a really, really cool cast. Um, even John Cena, I think he was like really funny in Trainwreck. If you guys, have seen yes, him. So, yeah. super. So uh, I'm really excited, and the whole like, oh, is James Gunn like doing this to like, uh, like was he told to do this because of Marvel, blah blah. I think it's more of DC is just so desperate for a good movie. They're just like, here's the money, do something, <laughs> please save us, please. <laughs> and yeah, and that, that's really the vibe I get. And I think it's it might be out of desperation, but also I do think that I uh, that's the way to differentiate themselves from Marvel, which I've been saying since they did like uh, uh, what do you call this the first Wonder Woman movie and when they did Aquaman also I was like just let the directors do what they want because one of the things that I dislike about the Marvel universe is that all of the movies kind of end up feeling like the same movie at one point yeah. in the universe yeah. it's just like here's the bad guy he is kind of the same as you but not as you know hopeful story and you know uh, here punch him really hard and <laughs> he'll go away <laughs> uh but with DC, you know, if you give the directors uh, the freedom to do what they want, yeah, with James Wan, they're like getting all these amazing horror directors. James Gunn isn't one of them, but with their other movies, they're getting a bunch of like, horror <laughs> directors. Like James Gunn did a horror. Film? James Gunn has done horror. <laughs> he did yes. Slither. Oh, okay, and, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Uh... So, so yeah, it, and really puts like this unique style, and I think that that's the way to go. So now, you know, Suicide Squad, it looks great because they're letting James Gunn do whatever he wants. I can't say anything about the story because there is none so far. But <laughs> it, the characters. It, looks, uh, it looks fun because it's one guy controlling it and doing whatever he wants with it. And then you think about how to connect it after. That's how it should be done, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and the last thing, they were initially cast Idris Elba to, to be Deadshot, right? Because yeah. Will Smith, I think, I think Will Smith saw the ship was you know, sinking and he was like, I'm out of here. But it, for me, it's a really good sign that... And we got Ben Affleck also. Sorry, just jumping ahead a little bit. But we also got confirmation that Ben Affleck's going to play Batman in The Flash. So uh, and Henry Cavill also made a statement recently saying, I really still want to be Superman. What? So <laughs> what? I think it, it's like such a positive sign that all the actors are like, okay, maybe this is finally something that's going to happen. Because you could tell everyone was fed up, especially after There's, Justice League. They were like, that's true. nah, man, I'm not the doing this anymore. The minute they just stopped giving Zack Snyder more content to make, <laughs> it was just like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> let's the do were like, more we stuff. did it, guys. So <laughs> that's, that's what makes me really excited about Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad also is that it's, it's a, another sign to me that the DC universe yeah. is like, oh my God, they, they figured it out finally. So, yeah. That's true. Join with his continuous positivity. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's go. Slater cut. Oh, sorry. Anyway. I feel like uh, with the putting James Gunn here and uh, the way he did, parang, I guess the success story of putting the super obscure Guardians of the Galaxy, who were they, into like super mainstream popularity, gives the shot for these obscure DC characters from Suicide, the Suicide Squad into like parang, giving them a bit more light and I guess parang giving him 
the power or as Dren was saying, you know, the just giving him whatever he wants to do with them and just unleashing his creativity. And yeah. you know, during the panel, he was all like, "Oh, you know, I know, I super love this rat catcher dude. I'm gonna make a movie for him slash her." And you know, that's what he's doing. And it's interesting uh, to see how in a short span of time, I guess, he'll treat these characters before they die. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on this? Especially comparing to the old Suicide Squad. I, I just want to, yeah, I, I want to bring up yeah. the fact that the first Suicide Squad won an Oscar. So it don't did. forget that. <laughs> for, wow, for, for, for makeup Us and makeup. hairstyling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Timothy. Yeah, exactly. No, um, no, it's we'll super finish. short lang. I just want to echo the fact that, yes, I'm sure this is right. They're all going to die. But number two, <laughs> but number two, I actually, I'm, I'm okay with, if, 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 they, if most of them die, I'm okay with that because there's a way to do it right. I feel yeah. like just because they don't have a lot of screen time, won't, it doesn't guarantee that they won't be well-written. As yeah. just like little they bit just players. They just won it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or they Deadpool to it, yeah. Um, so yeah, like again, there's barely anything for me to go on with regard to what they've revealed so far. But I enjoy James Gunn's uh, Marvel work a lot. I like the actors a lot. So we'll yes. see what happens. And I'm just going to wait for an actual trailer because so far there's not <laughs> it's much. It's hard to judge <laughs> shout out, from what yeah, he was Shout out to the Scooby-Doo movie that he did. One of my faves of all time. He did the Scooby-Doo movie? He Which did. One? Oh my God. Which one? The first one, or the second? One. I think the first, the first, yeah. the yeah. second. Oh, one. the one with Rowan Atkinson. Yes, I don't remember. So good. Anyway, sorry, uh, Francis, you were gonna say yeah, something. Yeah, I heard Cholo say that it's a soft reboot. Does that mean they're redoing the origin of what? No, the no, first no, one? no. Uh, oh, it, 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 they're, they're. Uh, it, it's still set in the same universe, but you know, new set of characters and everything. And then I feel like they're just not going to mention that the initial yeah. movie oh. happened, even if it did happen. They'll just, you know, parang <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna Mariah carry it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But so it's it's kind of a reboot, but but it's also not not really. And like I like the colors also. I mean, based on the cast reveal, lang ang ganda ng colors compared to like the green and purple from the last one. Yeah, but yeah. I read somewhere that uh, James Gunn is calling, parang called this called this movie a parang a seventies war movie. So I'm really interested Ooh. to see how how you know how he spins that. I'm not really sure how he's gonna do it. Yeah, I'm really so interesting how for... they're distancing themselves from the first, you know, from the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, they should. Yeah. <laughs> should. But it won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't hate it, no man. I still yeah. like had an okay time watching. It. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It was <laughs> so sad because I watched that film like with my cousins who like I was seeing for the first time in like a decade. So we were like, oh, cousin bonding time. We're so excited. Gonna watch this cool comic movie together. And we all just came out very upset. So yeah. <laughs> it was just like wow. such a bad... Yeah, I mean, like they're very critical as well. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just very critical people. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like it was enjoyable. Some parts of it were fun. Like the first 10 minutes I really liked. And then it all just kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, but I heard because it was the stu- There was a lot of studio interference or something. Like David Ayer initially mm. had a had like a cut, his own cut 
and then after that when Marvel release released the air uh, cut. The air cut. yeah <laughs> parang ganun. yeah yeah the and, yeah it was supposed to be something air, else so air. I feel like it it turned out that way because that was when DC was already trying to be more like Marvel and I guess they learned oh. their lesson so they gave you know the the reins already completely to James Gunn uh, when you know in making Suicide Squad too. Oh, yeah. I did really like the soundtrack of Suicide Squad. Yeah, and then he then. Oh yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really did like that. Yeah, but I'm excited yeah. to see all of these like very geek actors, Nathan Fillion especially, Ooh, yeah. like just coming back into something very geeky. Yeah. I think the last movie I I really remember him was like Percy Jackson, The Lightning Thief, which isn't like a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I do love Nathan Fillion and it's just nice to see him come back to his like nerdier roots. And Peter Capaldi as well. So Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. Okay, and speaking of the Suicide Squad, let's head over to the video game world for a bit and talk about the new video games they revealed. Uh, I guess let's go to the Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League one first, since we were talking about Suicide Squad. And this one is for 2022, but it's pretty exciting for me when I saw that trailer. Um, Shemper, they're really capitalizing on the whole popularity of Harley. And King Shark is here as well. Deadshot and Boomerang all gonna be here. And it's apparently an Evil Justice League narrative. And it's gonna be pretty interesting how they're gonna do it. Paula, I think, has a lot of thoughts about this. Oh, I mean, I just love Rocksteady as... A studio like as a gaming studio i think they come out with really, really should. Should fantastic it. narratives and evil justice league is always a concept that i enjoy i don't know why but like bad superman just seems like a really good idea to me because <laughs> of all that power and then if you turn him evil like you're fucked like everyone who's coming up against him could be fucked so it's it's very fun and i like brainiac as a villain as well like just a general villain in the dc universe so I'm excited to see more of him. I'm excited for everyone to kind of enjoy him more because it's been a while like since you know mainstream media has like seen him. So that's great. And uh I mean like the trailer just seemed fantastic. So I'm I'm, I'm just more excited to play the game. And more than King than Shark. Really. We're here for more King Shark. More King Shark. <laughs> just generally more King Shark. <laughs> I feel like the, I know, eh, the Arrowverse didn't really show enough of King Shark. The Arrowverse had King Shark? And the yeah. yeah. King Shark appeared for like a couple of episodes. But not really like this type of King Shark, I guess. Um, any other thoughts Francis? on this game? Yeah, I have a funny story, but not super long story, super short story about the Suicide Squad trailer. So I saw it. So it was like, one of the first few trailers I saw, because like the morning after um, they did the DC fandom, I was like, well, so much DC stuff on YouTube today. <laughs> so I was like, hey, there's a Suicide Squad thing. Okay, let me watch. Because I had seen the, the sort of really short YouTube clip um, announcing who the really big-ass cast was for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the other, this Suicide Squad trailer, I literally thought I was watching the movie trailer, but it wasn't. <laughs> this confusion there really is a lot of stuff happening today for dc so it was pretty cool though um i mean really interesting to see how rocksteady is because i mean like to my knowledge you've only made like three games right they're all batman yeah or one guy um the other 
parang Origins, Arkham, and then Arkham Asylum, did, Arkham did, City, did, did and then Arkham Origins Knight. Origins. They didn't so do Origins. They didn't do Origins. Ah, they did. Origins wasn't... Yeah. Oh, Origins was but it's the same the gameplay, gameplay and everything. Whereas Gotham Knights, which were... Yeah. It's um, oh okay. Yeah, it's it's Warner oh. Montreal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. What yeah. games did Rocksteady do then? Just the Arkham ones, except for the Origins. original Arkham games. Except okay, for Origins, okay. yeah. So, okay. okay. It should be. It's it's pretty interesting to see them like tackle a game where it's not just like this one person you're controlling the entire time. So I mean, I'm sure that'll be fun. Um, and to have powers already, right? As yeah, in, yeah. Because uh, at least it would, in the few Arkham games that I've played. Uh, I don't recall Batman ever having like a gun or anything. You know, just his usual like an arsenal. No. Now you yes. have like Deadshot with a gun. You have Captain Boomerang with his, and with who, his boomerang. Runs, <laughs> who runs fast. Who's really fast now. I, I don't recall he, he, him he having those. He teleports. Yeah, that's new. That was new. I was like, what? I think it's like in the story, like Waller is going to give them a bunch of tech to use for the mission. Oh, wow. That's going to be fun. That's how I and then have that with a rock steady gameplay. But that's exactly. going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering how they're connected. Sorry, it's the trailer, dude. Yeah, it's Brainiac's um, fortress. Those were his minions, or oh, sorry, no, yeah. I don't know too much about the Brainiac. tentacles. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they said it's connected to the Arkham series, and I'm oh. wondering, like, when in the timeline of the Arkham series they're going to put this in? Because <laughs> if it's kill yeah. the Justice League. And I saw this you thing. Know, Deadshot, Batman. Deadshot wow. was white in the previous so Arkham, in the, in the <laughs> Arkham game. So and now he's black. I'm like, how did that happen? I want to know. <laughs> Where does he turn black? The Flash He changed the timeline and he became black now. Oh, that's that's a possibility. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm really just very interested. It's very injustice because the injustice, oh, yeah, injustice story is, is bringing yeah. up also. I think yeah. to have evil Justice League, you tend to need Brainiac. Like, that's normally the flow of how they do it. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not mad about it. I thought, at, at first, I thought it was, um, who is this? Um, Bizarro Superman. Like, when he just came out with a picture. Oh, yeah, because like, he was, like, all purple and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's Brainiac? That's interesting. Well, that's how what all of the comments are saying. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, no, the giant skull thing with the triangle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought also. Somehow, I didn't notice a giant it's skull. The start thing of the trailer. <laughs> well, okay. Granted, I thought it was the movie for. for <laughs> that's true. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's that's like a good ano, sign for the game because it really feels like the movie. And I am actually fun. more excited for this than Gotham Knight. So yeah, this one will be in uh, the next gen consoles now, so PS5 and not yeah. PS4. So we'll see in two years if two years happens from now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but next year, as Paula was saying, Gotham Knights is also gonna be released. Um, it's a very interesting take on the Arkham type series, I I would say, um, since you're gonna be able to play with uh, Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood. All the gang, the squad. That's really interesting. Batman family take, and uh, yeah, and they've teased the Court of Owls for this yep. game. Yes. So that's a very interesting, uh, like villain. I mean, I, they, the gameplay they showed had Mister Freeze in it, so I guess it's a multi baddie uh, story. Did and, you watch the gameplay, like Francis? Yes. I mean, no, I only saw the trailer. It kind of looks similar, lang to the. Arkham, but it then looks feel, yeah. worse than 
<laughs> then there are come one though. No, I'm not kidding. Like it seemed to be like a really big step down because I know it's just like the beta, the alpha. Uh, it's the okay. alpha version actually. But if you compare the alpha version of Gotham Knight versus the alpha version of Arkham that they released, that Warner Montreal released when it, the game first came out, ang laka ng difference. Kaya I'm that. I'm really confused as to why <laughs> it looks like that. Well, After how many years? Video game, uh, My brother is. <laughs> I mean, she has more. <laughs> Maybe it's because they've had to develop it in their bedroom, you know, with COVID. <laughs> That's, oh, fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Makes sense. But yeah, for me, I'm also looking forward to this. I guess now that Paul is saying it, I'm kind of thinking about it. But I guess I'm not really like a super big video game nerd to have that kind of like insight into it. But mm-hmm. I mean, with the Avengers game, Spider-Man game. I guess it's just really a fun time to be a superhero geek and like have video oh, yeah. games. I mean, and the same games. way we had Spider-Man 2 before and then now parang the resurgence of these games and with the upcoming Spider-Man Miles Morales as well. Yay. Pretty exciting time for video games that are superhero themed. Any other thoughts on these uh, Batman, Bat-Fam? Um, I feel like um, Red Hood is going to stab them on the back. Like, I can't see I him being, that, like, a team member. Same, same. I also heard, like, they're trying to inject a little bit of uh, the killing, not the killing joke, um, death of the family in this oh. storyline. So, aside from the Court of Owls. But that's, like, a lot of narratives if you want to do all the DLC. Maybe. I don't expect to enjoy it as much as, you know, Rocksteady stuff. But, you know, I mean, like, I'm game to play Ace Nightwing. That sounds like fun, you know? And Robin, definitely. I heard that how it's also trying to market itself is that it's the game that Avengers wanted to be, like the Avengers game wanted to be. The I whole free, okay. like free world, like oh, sorry, free world, open world concept, and like multiple superheroes that you can play. That Avengers, like at least with the demo versions that have come out, um, didn't really like commit. Like the way that they were hyping themselves up. And then, like, how the game really was. It was just so far away from each other. And with what um, Arkham... Sorry. With what um, this Arkham. new game is coming yeah. out, um, it seemed to do it much better. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm still going to play both, most likely. Yeah, we're all Avengers like, uh, this, is gonna, this is what we feel, but we're still going to watch it. <laughs> I'm still like a slave yeah. for all We have to have our things. own opinion from experiencing it firsthand. That's true. Don't be other people who just read the headlines and have a say about it, not read the article. Paul <laughs> has a lot of feelings about that. So, ayun, those are the video games that were revealed and had hype around them. Next, another, ito na siguro yung a lot of the meat that we're gonna be talking about is the infamous hashtag Snyder Cut of Justice League, which is apparently also known as Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I don't know if that indicates what this will be. They put Zack Snyder's Justice the, League in the, the uh, <laughs> Allegedly the uh, Justice League for grown-ups. <laughs> we'll to see. So annoying! So, uh, Not for after, kids. After the whole, you know, how many years of fans um, calling Zack Snyder to release the Snyder Cut. It's Literally here. calling him like, hello, Zack Snyder, please release the cut. I think they did. They, like, they bought mga streamers for NPCC mm-hmm. and like had massive petitions and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, there was like a whole campaign that. for it. 
Yeah, yeah it's finally happening. And uh, adult and fans the, are scary. <laughs> they are <laughs> rich fans, man. It's crazy. I mean, if um, K-pop fans can like oh, take a Trump rally, K-pop fans are ravenous. Like they are. Um, and they do more for good then. <laughs> we could we could like end like so many things if K-pop fans would just like focus for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so Ayun, uh, this Zack Snyder Justice League hashtag Snyder Cut is finally happening with a four-part miniseries as announced during the panel on HBO Max, and they will apparently release a four-hour cut na film version afterwards. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this this is our whole Zack Snyder discussion on this. Episode. I want to hear what Rose? Richard has to say. It did. No, no. I I was very I was initially super excited about it because I was pro Zack Snyder when I saw the Justice League movie because I could see a lot of Joss Whedon's uh, uh, hand yeah. in in yeah. making it. And then obviously you know the weird lip Superman. I, I don't want to see that. But when I heard that it was gonna be a four-part miniseries, I was starting. Uh, parang they're milking a lot out of it, and I don't think that's a good thing. You get what I mean? And I think I just think four hours is too long, man. It's not a movie anymore, and I feel like he's gonna stretch a lot of moments. And as we all know, see, Zack Snyder isn't really good at, at at making good moments. So having four hours of that, it just it might be tiring, lang. You know, but I'm seeing that slow motion visual and that the dark aesthetic. <laughs> just for four hours, man. That's, that's just I would disagree though through. with Zack Snyder doesn't make good moments. I think Zack Snyder makes good moments. He doesn't make good scenes. Oh, you remember yeah, yeah, particular yeah. clips of Justice League and Batman? No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's just not like you get what I mean. Like four hours of that, and it's not oh, yeah. even going to be like coherent or and just just you know just all spectacle and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm sure it's gonna get tiring at some point in one of those. Hours. <laughs> One of those hours. I'm just hoping it's better than like what came out in the cinema. For sure, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be better Tana. because you have his whole vision already in it. Uh, so at least because one of the biggest uh, problem, one of my biggest problems with the Justice League initially was uh, it was it was very uh, inconsistent, like the the tone, oh, yeah. and the characters and everything. So at least now I'm hoping to see what the movie was originally supposed to be. That's but true. even like speaking of consistency, it was very weird for me. Like obviously the trailer didn't really have much dialogue, and also yeah, it didn't really yeah. need it because we kind of know what the story is gonna be based on the original like Justice League movie. But what they did use as dialogue, which is Batman saying, um, <laughs> oh, "They've God. never fought us, not United." Not United. Batman? Uh, <laughs> is that really you? <laughs> what? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a big part of their marketing? What yeah, the seven, big marketing the plan is show. called Unite the League. So I guess yeah, Unite yeah. the League. Like, yeah. that. But it's just really interesting for me in general that, you know, we can now revive things after they, after they die. come out. <laughs> and I guess that kind of gives it a bit na parang they kind of know what not to do anymore. And we have, yeah, that's kind of my take on it na at least mm-hmm. they had the time to think it through with the fan comments and all that, which is which isn't always the best case because look at uh, the rise Star of Wars. Skywalker. <laughs> Here we are again. Here we are again. <laughs> all roads lead back to the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> to episode twenty-seven, uh, but ayun, uh, it's just really interesting uh, for me. I'm still looking forward to it. Um, yun nga, um, 
they say kasi that there's a lot of world building, all that, all yeah. that backstory. And apparently, there's gonna be a new take on the Superman death from BVS on, in this one, in a similar way that they showed Batman's origins in BVS. Um, yung opening sequence, panang ganun yata yung gagawin for Superman's death. And of course, we get to see the black suit for the first time, which is pretty exciting. So, yeah. I mean, I guess everything, parang the whole ano naman talaga with the first Justice League movie or the original quote, I don't know what to call it anymore. The Snyder Whedon cut. Whedon and, cut. Um, very hodgepodge nga and very like, what's happening? Why did Superman die? Agad-agad, all these things. Um, yeah, it's just interesting to see what they will do with it. And ayun, based on the trailer, it looks interesting. Uh, my The thing that excites me about the Snyder Cut is in the footage that they showed, the preview mm-hmm. footage that they showed. First of all, how did you give? How did they give this dude like fifteen million dollars to finish this movie? Right? Are you are you kidding? Actually, thirty yata. Oh my god! So, for that, I just want to get that out of the way. That makes me angry. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, so much money. Excuse me. Just make a new movie. Yeah, yeah just make another <laughs> movie, dude. Jesus Christ! Although I do think it's it's nice to let him finish it because he did have to leave from some very unfortunate, you know, family true. matters. Uh-huh. So, that's nice. But what really gets me excited is. The scenes that they show, uh, him including, which is a lot of uh, the Flash. The new Flash scenes are a lot of the Flash yes. and Cyborg. One, yeah, Flashpoint, because in the new poster release of, Fla- of the Flash, sorry, again, I'm jumping a little bit ahead. Um, in my head, like, that's Flashpoint. That has to be Flashpoint, like yes. his suit. Yeah. And they show Cyborg's origin story, which initially when they announced Justice League years back, in my head, I'm like, just do what Justice League War did, the, the DC animated yes. movie. And I was like, you guys will be fine. And then they didn't follow it at all. And then we got, you know, what we have now. So in my head, like, oh my God, like, they're doing it. They're finally following the animated movies. I don't want them to reach uh, Apocalypse because that movie is, like, super depressing. Yeah. <laughs> but if it just, like, there's certain scenes from the animated movies that I've always wondered, like, what it would look like in live action. And just that makes me want to watch the Snyder Cut. That's why I'm still, like, again, positivity, woo! So yeah. <laughs> even just for that, I will I will watch the Snyder Cut, and you know if you guys don't want to watch it, I'll tell you all about it. If it's something, <laughs> don't you have to watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Watch okay, it. Cool. I'm gonna watch it. It'll just take a while, but I'm gonna watch it. Wala pang ano no? Wala pang month na sinabi. Parang wala pa. But yeah, yeah. Seems to be early next year. Like that's what the projections are. So yeah, I mean, for me, yun din, parang, I hope this gets enough. Like, I mean, the fact that they're doing it means there's enough fan uh, clamor for it. Oh yeah. I hope that they get the chance to do a Justice League uh, with someone. With else. justice. Yeah, I mean, do literally. a Justice League movie. <laughs> no vengeance joke. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, someone else doing it and giving it justice, as Paula said. That would be interesting to have the same people after the solo movies and have another Justice League aside from the Justice League and the Snyder Cut. So yeah, any other thoughts, Emil, Francis? Can someone explain to me why the aspect ratio of 
the freezer of Justice League was, was the way it was. I it was a square. <laughs> oh, why was it that way? I, I feel like that was just like a marketing thing where they intended to release it on like Facebook and stuff as in the square. Yeah. Uh, the, the default square aspect ratio and then they just forgot to... I don't know. <laughs> I know. Francis, as a media person, is getting frustrated. Does not make any sense. <laughs> Actually, like, the full series it's gonna be square ratio. Oh my god! <laughs> so you can watch it on your phone. <laughs> Four hours. The square lang you pop and on and Gone with the wind. The future. <laughs> literally Snyder cut, as in. <laughs> like he literally cut. Literally. <laughs> That's my cut. Don't know this bad as that. I don't know if you remember, Emil, the Transformers movie we watched. With the oh my god, I was just thinking of that. In the I was middle just of the movie? The entire movie. In the, the aspect, middle of the, the movie. The yeah. kept changing like three or four times. It's ridiculous. Which, which Transformers movie? The last was? one. The last. The Bumblebee one? Something night. Oh, no, no, no. no. Something oh, no. It's the, it's, the Age of Extinction. The... No, The Last no, no. Night. The Last Moon. Night. It's really called The Last Night. Yes, it's called The Last Night. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, good. I love the Transformers world. Yeah. Um, not, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just going to add that. Yeah, I think Brenda and I talked about this. I am not optimistic. Um, <laughs> because, no, the thing is, like, I agree that I actually had fun watching Justice League. Like, I, I think it's okay. Uh, and, but, but the reason why I'm, has, I'm, like, a little nervous about this is that I already like it more than Zack Snyder's complete vision for BVS. So, like, if I'm comparing Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. BVS to the hodgepodge Justice League, I still like the hodgepodge Justice League more. Okay. Um, and okay. the, the okay. reason, and I, I, while I still had fun with Justice League, the, the reasons why I, um, the, the things that I disliked about Justice League are, like, sort of baked into the, the fabric of the film, uh, the writing and, and some of the direction and stuff. So, yeah. I just know that the Snyder Cut is going to give me a little more of that. So I'm, I, I'm not optimistic. I might still watch it across like four different weeks. Like I'll just watch one hour every week. Um, but yeah. But then we'll have a podcast for each episode. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Part one. It might be fun. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm glad, I'm still, although yes, I'm still glad that he was able to complete it be- just because of the yeah. circumstances of his departure. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Yeah. All right. Okay. I guess that brings us to the next part. Uh, I guess ma brief lang naman to, which is the flash. Uh, <laughs> Francis is so excited. <laughs> uh, the flash. There was a short panel that they showed like some bits of like flash history and the fact yeah. that they're really uh, diving deeper into the multiverse with the flash movie. I mean, initially. They said it's going to be a Flashpoint movie, but they didn't really market it with that this time around. So I'm not sure if they're still going to be following the Flashpoint saga of the Flash. But they did show um, Barry Allen played by Ezra Miller meeting Barry Allen played by Grant Gustin in this panel specifically. And that really shows for me that they're really really into this multiverse um, concept. And that's very interesting that, you know, with having so many Jokers, so many Batmans, so many Flashes, Supermans, that they're like embracing it and really putting it as canon. It's something different that we're, than what we're seeing as compared to Marvel, which is like a shared universe. But of course, they're going to go that route sooner or later with uh, Doctor Strange then. Uh, but that's another discussion altogether. But um, this Flash is giving me hope that, of the first time they announced Flashpoint at the very least was like, 
oh, is this like a way to officially retcon everything that happened because it was so horrible? But with this time, parang this time around, I guess it's a way to like soft retcon it, but still recognize everything that happened. I don't know. It's just really exciting for me, especially with the Flash being my favorite DC character. Um, it's interesting, and of course, they did announce that um, Michael Keaton is returning as Batman in this Flash movie, along with Batfleck having a cameo in the beginning to establish the Didn't universe. Be. Earth He's still one, here. <laughs> I don't know which Earth number is assigned to the film series because oh in God. Arrowverse, Earth one is like um, Grant Gustin's Earth. So I don't know which Earth this is supposed to be. Emil, do you remember? If, no. no. From Crisis. From Crisis? Yeah, yeah, from Crisis. I don't think they mentioned it. Ezra Miller just literally just popped up and they didn't talk about it. It's me, Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Aeon, it's just really interesting and exciting because Christina Hodson, who wrote Birds of Prey, like Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, is also writing for the Flash movie. And I'm just really happy to have a Flash movie in general. Yes. So that's my... He deserves his own film. Definitely. Even if I don't like Ezra Miller anymore. Just slowly disliking all of the DC actors. (laughs) It's the opposite of Marvel. Uh, Oh my god. We got... uh, They got the... I'm gonna butcher this guy's last name. Andy... Muschetti? Muschetti? I'm so sorry, Andy. Uh, even though you don't know I exist. Uh, <laughs> they got him to direct the movie and that in itself just makes me so Pennywise appears in the multiverse, guys. <laughs> because uh, his, I've seen all three of his movies. Mama, It, and It too. Not much of a filmography. But uh, from what I have seen, he has such he has such a good like idea of even though it too maybe suffered a little plot wise yeah maybe not maybe not a little but, but even though it suffered plot wise visually it's like yes. great still it's just as good as the first yes. um so in and in my head Flashpoint is like one of the more depressing DC movies so I think it's perfect that they got a horror director <laughs> to, to do yeah this. so I'm just excited to see how much fun he's going to have because uh. You know, one of the nice things about it was that it Pennywise was just this character that they didn't really say what his powers were, so he could kind of just kind of do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And I think that's kind of similar to Flashpoint, where it's like if Flash uh, goes back in time and saves them all, or whatever he's gonna do, what's gonna happen? And he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> and even if it's not even necessarily like in the animated movie or in the comics, I don't think anyone will care because it's Flashpoint. Yeah. So I think it's a really good yeah. fit uh, to get him on board and. Um, uh, what do you call this? That the fact that Ezra Miller just stayed on board this entire time just makes me go like, oh my god, please give him something good to do, movie wise. So I'm I'm looking forward to this also. And I'm hoping it shows like a lot of like history. I mean, having Michael Keaton alone as Batman kind of like shows you that that they will kind of like traverse through the multiverse. And I'm really hoping Grant Gustin again appears here. Like they like Ezra appeared on his show. I absolutely so, love yeah. Grant Gustin as yeah. <laughs> it just really opens up the whole multiverse and that's exciting. And this is gonna be a while till this one, right? Yeah. So 
ayun, that's pretty much it on the Flash. Unless anyone else wants to say Flash-related stuff. Okay, uh, just briefly, they also showed some Black Adam concept art. Wala pang nangyayari sa Black Adam. <laughs> that was a weird trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, that's pretty interesting. The Rock has Black Adam, but there's nothing much yet to say about it at this point. So, now we head to the last part. Which the is, moment Francis again, has been waiting for. Every month, <laughs> here we go. We put it last because, you know, it's one of the most hyped up parts of the DC fandom, which was the Bat V Batman um, Bat and Son teaser trailer reveal. After the Suicide Squad, we now have the Batman because you have to distinguish everything with the, like, the school here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, God. So, the Batman will be a year to look on the making of the Batman as a character. So, as it indicates, it's year two of being Batman. And that's not really something that we really seen before, aside from, you know, the origins of Batman with the parents and all that and being Batman. I guess it's in early days and they're saying, uh, this is Matt Reeves at the helm. Um, and this was supposed to be Batflex's movie until Batflex kind of gave up on the Batman. And uh, I guess he's back now. But uh, before he came back, um, they did give the role to Robert Pattinson with all the internet brouhaha about Robert Pattinson being the Batman. But uh, I guess he's proving us wrong with this trailer. And this is like, apparently they've only shot around one-fourth of the film because of Miss Rona. And this is just what we got from one-fourth of the film being shot. So I'm very positive about it. Uh, I guess open, ano na, open forum na about the Batman. I guess Francis will take over this. Thing. Oh. <laughs> Go lang. Okay, I don't, I, I don't know if I have that much to say about it. But I mean, um, I feel like, at least I'm hoping. I haven't seen all of the Batman movies, but I'm really hoping that Robbie Pat will make a really good Bruce Wayne. Um, not to say that Christian Bale wasn't a good Bruce Wayne, but um, in terms of like sort of a younger sort of um, not super experienced Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'd definitely like to see. Um, I, th- I think the, th- the, th- the detail that might actually be wrong that I noticed is it seems like Hush is going to make an appearance. I yeah. don't know if that's true. It really looked like, I don't know, that, that's, that's what really got me excited for the movie is to see, I, it never even occurred to me because I, I mm. sort of, I don't know. I feel like I always expected the Joker or maybe Mr. Freeze. No, but, but I get you though. Like the first when I the the after I finished the trailer, I I don't know why, but I thought na parang wow, Hush might be here. Yeah, it, I it really was the duct tape. The I, really I think it was there. the duct tape thing, and then you know the Riddler yeah. being the villain, but yeah. in the Hush comic also. See, Riddler was apparently the main villain, and Hush is like one of the best like, uh, comic series that the Batman has like produced. Yeah, so yeah. that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little fact to see if they do little that. fact that I, I I just researched a while ago, um, just because I, I I wanted to make sure I knew a little bit more about DC Phantom to be honest. Um, so the artist for the original Batman Hush comic, Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, turns out he's the chief creative officer now. That's for, amazing. Super cool, and um, he's he's also the one who designed sort of like the what do they call it the arena or 
the the fandom, like the way it looked, was out of a uh, design that Jim Lee did. So it it's also explains awesome. why, like, the the Wonder Woman, the Batman, the Superman that you see sort of in the background of the fandom is Jim Lee art. So it's him. It's pretty cool. But yeah, there are also like some theories. It's not even Bruce Wayne. I don't know because mm-hmm. of the last part of the trailer. Oh yeah, they never show the mansion or whatever. I don't know. But but they have they have really someone casted as Alfred. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And then I was researching. Also, I had to make sure because when I finished the trailer, I was also thinking to myself, "Wow, he did not feel like a Bruce Wayne. Like he kind of did, but he also kind of felt like a Dick Grayson." So I had to research ah. if they did call him, if the director has called Robert Pattinson Bruce Wayne. And parang I saw an interview. Now he did. He refers he to Robert. He's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls him Bruce they, Wayne, talaga. Yeah. So, maybe it's like a Riddler kind of thing that they're putting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Throughout never... the trailer, they keep saying no more lies. So, baka the lies. Yeah. The, the lies that he's. <laughs> yeah, he's actually not. Actually, that's that's what that's what the theories are about. That yun nga. That people are saying he's lying about still being Bruce Wayne, but not mm-hmm. being Bruce Wayne and whoever that is as Batman. So, I don't know. Oh, so we, also don't, we also don't really see... I, I know one of the things that lends itself to that theory is that you don't actually see um, him be properly Bruce Wayne and you don't really see Andy Serkis, uh, who's Alfred, being a butler to him. So, yeah, I, it could all just be coincidence, but that would be... It could be, all just be they haven't filmed like, it yet. Yeah, exactly. True, right. Andy Serkis is busy doing some mocap thing. He's gonna be crawling around the mansion. <laughs> Master Wayne. I mean Matt Reeves did say that it's Alfred like you've never seen before. Oh yeah. It's a different Alfred. There's a Alfred universe where well. there's Alfred, so they could just go crazy. <laughs> oh no. Pretty interesting. But yeah, I mean, you know, I guess we're gonna talk about the Joker a bit. Because it's kind of like, you know, with all, with uh, okay. Jared Leto Joker existing and then biglang si Joaquin Phoenix and then now with Batfleck and Pattinson existing at the same timeline. I mean, in the human audience timeline at least. Um, they're kind of like, I just really hope it's not all super hyped up and then we're all going to be very like divided about what we feel about it the same way a lot of people feel about Joker, like what we said earlier on. Wait, I just wanna, I just wanna before before we get into that, like um, on the Batman, I just wanna say that I have ridiculous faith in Robert Pattinson. I think post Twilight, wow. oh gee, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the Batman. Good time. Yeah, his movie choices have been so good. Yeah. Good oh, time. Yeah. Lost I don't think he's the, done a bad movie yeah, since Twilight. The Lighthouse, like he's a legitimately great actor. Was the movie he did with uh, Tom Holland? That was also really good. Lost City oh, of Z. Yeah. Lost City of Z, yeah. That was yeah. also really good. Um, and then, was it, uh, I, I know some people were complaining about how, like, dark and gritty and stuff like that. And emo and My Chemical Romance. But when <laughs> I was just the hair. Boy, I, was, yeah. I just have, yeah. like, the issue bangs. with the hair. Yeah. No, but exactly. I like that. Um, and I feel like there, <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference between the, parang, quote-unquote, darkness that ni Zack Snyder, which to me felt very self-serious and very lofty compared yeah. to this one which feels like a David Fincher movie almost. Yeah. Like the, the tape was, ex- yeah. was straight out of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that and I love the Planet of the Apes movies that Matt Reeves did. So yeah, yeah. I have faith in it. 
And dude, also, that brief like, moment where he was like punching the villain. I, I'm oh, sorry, that was that so was, good. Christ, I was like, oh that, my god. I was like, whoa, Arkham that City. was like, intense. <laughs> I was like, we got the warehouse scene, but shorter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just don't want to see the Waynes die again. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Them I mean, die too many times. Oh my times god, please! <laughs> for them to die one more time. Would it be amazing if they were all played by the same two people? That would be so. Cool. <laughs> no, I know that's that's a new Andy Circus. This is Andy Circus. Andy Circus plays the parents also. <laughs> that's the or, mocap. That was the mocap. Richard, I remember you like fangirling, not fangirling, but like being excited about the Riddler after. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, yeah. yeah, see, Paul oh, Dino. Oh my god, He's so good. Dude. So good. In There Will Be Blood, was it There Will Be Blood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. I hope he brings that like crazy aspect to his character really there. Like, here also. Yeah, <laughs> his yeah. voice. It sounded like his voice was altered. Yeah, it might not even be him. Even the uh, even Colin Farrell's the penguin is like that's yeah. Colin Farrell. <laughs> okay, yeah, but they could have just hired Richard Kind because he looks exactly like Richard Kind. <laughs> or it's Andy Circus in the mocap. Oh Why don't oh, they or, just? Or no, guys, movie. like just bring back Danny freaking DeVito. Like I literally, uh, cannot oh think God, of anybody. If they recast if they recast Jim Carrey as the Riddler, also I wouldn't have been. Oh my God! Oh yeah, like yeah, that's so weird. I wouldn't <laughs> have complained though because I really did enjoy him. It's Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> Wait a minute. If if Michael Keaton is going to be in the Flash, that means we can get Danny DeVito <gasps> back. Bring so back Danny DeVito. <laughs> just ask all of them. Hey, the Danny yeah, DeVito just cut. George Clooney. Get your nipples on. We need you to do some. <laughs> oh, but that would be so great though if they got all of the Batmans in like one thing. Maybe that's the Power Rangers Flashpoint. That yeah, so maybe right. it's Ar- maybe it's Arrowverse, but it's more Arrowverse, yeah. like oh, yeah. campy. Then they kind of well, did that, what, right? What, yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, is they it did. Even, yeah. Is it still called the Arrowverse if Arrow's done? Yeah, because okay. it started at CW Verse. Okay. Oh. Okay, never mind. That sounds weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like the CW Verse. It sounds wrong. But yeah, that's what I really love. I mean, because with the history of DC in media, parang being way longer than Marvel. They get to do these like a lot of these Easter eggs. Now you can just take people from history and put them like Linda Carter being the president in Supergirl, the series, that was awesome. and all that. And it's really just cool to have all the legacy actors come back for their um, iconic roles for other films. And um, yeah. even um, John Wesley Ship coming back in the Flash as another version of the Flash. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Conroy playing Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I know. Brandon Routh surprising his role as Superman. Brandon Routh. Yes. So Ayun, it's really a fun multiverse. Uh, any other Batman thoughts? Oh yeah. Um, I literally thought he was gonna say, uh, "I am not like Martha. this." Is that the, I, I thought he was gonna say, "I am the Batman" instead of "I am vengeance." <laughs> yeah, like I, I was so ready for him to say that he was the Batman. I am Martha. That's what he's gonna say. No. What? No. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it's great. I'm excited. I love Robert yep. and it's one that they've actually shot a little bit of, so we actually got a. So there was shooter. actually something to look at. <laughs> yes. So um, aside from that, also in the works, apparently, is a Gotham PD prequel series set in the same universe coming out also on HBO Max. So that's kind of cool. That's pretty interesting, uh, and I guess they're gonna be different, making it different from Gotham, the Gotham TV show. As it currently is or was. Is it still running? Is it's it done. No, it ended now. Yeah. So it's gonna be in the same universe as Bat Tinson's Batman. 
uh, in the eyes of Batman. a bro- corrupt Gotham uh, PD officer. So that's pretty interesting, especially with the whole um, all cops are bad um, narrative. And yeah, it's pretty interesting to see that. Any last thoughts on Batman? The Batman. Did did we want to talk about Joker? Is is that uh, a conversation? Uh, can, uh, yeah. can we have that after the podcast? Because I feel like that's gonna take that's, a while. Uh, okay, okay. There are thoughts okay, and there are okay. questions. Last thought or last question for the whole everything we talked about um, about DC fandom. Um, how do you think? What do you feel about seeing all this? And how do you think the DC multiverse will go from here? Um, I will start and say that it's very exciting for me. The way that they're really they they've really stepped up and finally embraced a different direction than what Marvel is doing. Finally, they're parang finding their roots na in their uh, and ex- embracing what they already have in the multiverse, and that's what makes it exciting, as I said earlier. And uh, yun, um, just really looking forward to all of this, and hope we have a lot of more DC episodes because of that. Uh, next season. Um, ako, I'll say that I I'm really glad also that they're they're trying not just not to just copy what Marvel's been doing and they really have been doing their own thing, um, uh, like standalone films like Joker and and to an extent Birds of Prey. Although I know it's going to be woven in, but it feels like so much of a standalone thing. Um, and in the Arrowverse also, like I'm a big fan of uh, Black Lightning. I love. Um, Yes. What, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. The, the actress who plays Supergirl. Um, Melissa Benoit. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I feel like... Dread- sorry, sorry the way I said that. Benoit! <laughs> I feel like DCA has like so many great ideas that they're already finally putting into play in the quote-unquote right way. The, the way that I feel is best for them. So I am excited. And I feel like... I'm, I'm not sure if, if they're going to be able to like set the timeline straight anymore. Bren and I kind of talked about this also where it, it just feels like they, because they got off on the wrong foot, I feel like it's too late now. Um, a timeline doesn't exist. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I really wouldn't mind if they just keep doing like self-contained little franchises yeah. per character because yeah. individually, I feel like they're all strong. So yeah, I'm, as much as I, I'm not a fan of a lot of the DC movies recently, I am, I'm super optimistic. So yeah. Same. I mean, I think one of the good things um, about this fandom this year and like just the DC event in general is that Marvel isn't doing anything because it's always a point of comparison. And I think that's why DC fails because fans, for some reason, always keep comparing the two. And that's not, I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it makes it harder, I guess, for DC to succeed. But I like that Marvel isn't doing anything this year, giving DC like the spotlight that deserves i think like we deserve to focus a little bit on the original like superheroes or the original comics at least like for this year and they showed that they're doing a lot of interesting stuff i'm excited about this in a way that i haven't been excited about them in a really long time and yeah uh (laughs) i don't really know what else to say i'm just um interested to see what else they're going to come up with although um DC, I think, does a better job in comics, but I'm not sure if everyone's aware, but they laid off majority of their comic staff because of um, Miss Rona. So it's frustrating as well to see that 
a lot of the comics that I've grown to love and are coming to life with these new DC movies and franchises, um, the people who actually made them won't be able to enjoy like seeing them come to fruition because of the circumstances that they're in. Building on what uh, Emil said, la, yeah, uh, you know the great thing about DC, parang you know when you think of the great DC stories, you don't think, uh, at least for me, yeah, at least for me, you don't think of like oh uh, certain storylines from their main universe. You think of uh, you know the other cool alternate universe stories. You know you have the Dark Knight yeah. comic books from Frank Miller. You have Kingdom Come. You have uh, Sandman. You have you know you have all these different stories from different universes, and it's nice to know that DC is embracing you know the chaos of their timeline. They're not going with a Marvel route where they would just want a very coherent, cohesive yeah. single universe. You know they're going with a different universe aspect, and that, that that's nice. Uh, I, I like now they're creating their own thing with that, and it's an opportunity also for the directors, as Jen said a while ago. It's an opportunity for directors, for actors to have more liberty with how they want to portray their characters and all that. So, you know, that's really why I'm happy with like the DC fandom this year. It's because, you know, it's showing that na, na they're taking a lot of risks. And, yeah. and I, I feel like in the superhero uh, cinematic universe, uh, you know, we need more risks now because, you know, it, for me, it's getting kind of repetitive now yeah. with a lot of films. Yeah. So, yeah. And yun parang ano lang, uh, I guess that's more for super geekier fans. So, kasi parang, I guess it would seem a bit confusing to more casual fans. Na, how can Batfleck appear with Pattinson, all that, all that? I don't know. It's just like they have to make it make sense a bit more to casual fans. Because that, re- that wouldn't really, parang they wouldn't be super deep into the lore of DC and multiverses as compared to like people who are a bit more like into like comics or these TV shows, cartoons and uh, movies. It's just like, that's kind of like my contention. You know my contention, but like a bit something they have to work on as they move along with this kind of multiverse setup. I feel like once they release Flash, people will get na oh, okay, it's in the same universe, but it's also not in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we have to train audiences to like appreciate another kind of... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is why I appreciate Joker a lot. Like, that's one thing I super appreciate about it. It's just (laughs) so... You know, it's very different from the main DC cinematic universe, but it's also on its own. And a lot of people were asking questions. How is it like this? How is it like this? And people, you know, mainstream audiences were starting to understand the parang, oh, okay, it's it's its own thing. Yeah. And then people are realizing, okay, DC is starting to make movies. Na not Wasn't necessarily that Logan though. True. Ah yeah, also. well yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it but Logan isn't in the Marvel universe, it's Fox, you know, universe. This yeah, one's in but DC. The whole Fox gets... X-Men universe was also yeah, kind yeah. Of, like really confusing that at that time, I guess. Yeah, that that was very confusing. Then again, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> rest in peace, Fox Marvel. So, uh, Fox Marvel X Men universe. Uh, we hope New Mutants is okay <laughs> as the last, um, the last offering. Uh, Emil, Francis, and Gren. Uh, I was just gonna say that um, I've been saying this for seven years since Man of Steel came out. You know, it's coming. Yes, <laughs> you wait. It's gonna. It's getting there. You know. I. You know that that 
uh, that meme of like Charlie Day gesturing to a bunch of strings and the fingers. Yeah, the, the that's like me, that. but just like that's me, but no. with like different teasers of the DC fandom. Just like it's <laughs> one of these has got to be a hit. Uh, I'm imagining so, your face on the meme. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very good like crazy person face. So uh, yeah, this is me. Like and and you know. Uh, in my mind, I'm just like, uh, it, it. Come on, man! Like you guys, you guys, like you can't possibly mess this up, you know? Like I'm at that point where I'm like, it's genuinely. Uh, if I w- I feel like I could do a better job at, than the executives at the DC world because I just wow, give man. money, wow. just, I just oh, give dance. money to the directors and just be like, yo. Uh, Warner Brothers award. <laughs> watch all 30 plus animated movies and do it like this. It's That's all you need to do. Literally just do what the animated movies are doing, please. So, yeah, that that's that's where I am. Please love. <laughs> okay, um well, I was just trying to say that a while ago. I I feel like DC is at least doing better than Fox is doing. So, I, I don't know if that's saying yeah. Fox isn't it's existing now. anymore. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> It's just 20th century studios now. Pretty yeah. dead now. I feel like that's definitely something. I mean, honestly, Marvel's pretty hard competition to have to stand up to. So, you know, they're they're still taking their best shot at it. I feel like um, it's been echoed throughout the entire chat. But, you know, they really should just focus on what they think will work for them. Not so much what's working for Marvel and just trying to cop- copy it. Seems like it's working. Um, great point about how we do need to sort of maybe align the time, the timeline somehow, maybe with Flash, so that people aren't as confused, like the casual casuals aren't super wondering about why there's so many actors playing the same person, sorry, same character. character. So yeah, I feel, I feel like in like in so far that it's not quite on the level of Marvel yet. That's also like where my excitement is. I mean, even even though I'm pretty excited for the Batman movie, it's you know there've been so many Batman movies already. So like, let's see what they can do differently. Because I mean, exciting, sure, but it did look a lot like sort of the same tone that we'd expect, which is not necessarily bad. But let's see. So there, awesome. Emil. Emil went. I I spoke. Yeah. Oops, grabe. Thanks, Jada. I don't like to Emile. So. Shut up. <laughs> I just want to hear him again. He wants you to close it. He wants to hear your voice. No, I think didn't Richard not speak it. No, I, I dude, I was building oh, on okay. your point. Oh my god, I was building on <laughs> your point. Yeah, different timelines. We're on different timelines. Charles having trouble controlling his like you know the different green screens he has of you guys. <laughs> we're all not here, guys. It's just Charles talking to himself. <laughs> just edited everything together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the Flash. Um, I guess final wish lang more Green Lantern uh, yes! material because Green okay. Lantern is my second favorite after Flash and we haven't really seen anything aside from the announced HBO Max series of Green Lantern. So, I mean, I'm still like team where is Green Lantern in the Justice League and uh, why is Cyborg there still? Um, <laughs> wow. it's the new Justice League I know I know but I'm still really not the new 52 Justice League type guy I get it but uh, I guess we, grew, we really we really grew up with uh, 
Hawk Girl or Slash Hawk Man and um I want Martian, Martian Manhunter. Man yeah. <laughs> I mean Arrowverse has him but not enough. So um yeah. <laughs> you think I should get yeah, back Supergirl. <laughs> Yes, yeah. so it's pretty much it. More Green Lantern, please. Yes. And now we head to our last segment of the show, which is a pop stop and closing as we leave the multiverse, which has been pretty fun. Um, now we talk about our pop culture recommendations for this week or anything we want to talk about non-DC or DC-related that we want to suggest. I'm just going to go ahead and start because I haven't really been... Um, consuming as much new material. I'm just gonna say happy fifth anniversary to Emotion. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to Emotion. All roads lead back to Carly Ray as well. (laughs) We are celebrating our um, feast day. (laughs) 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 Fifth feast day at Iglesia ni Carly. And the the bonus tracks that were previously not on Spotify or any other streaming platforms are out. So celebrate that and listen to those tracks on wherever you stream your music. Hashtag Emotion 50 Anniversary. We love you so much, Carly Ray. That's <laughs> 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 um, I can go next. Um, I've been watching a lot of anime again recently. Something I haven't, like n- new series at least for me. And I really, really loved Demon Slayer. It's on Netflix. Ooh. Yes. Um, the animation is amazing. It's like so captivating to watch. Amazing. And the amazing. <laughs> and the storyline itself is really, really good. Uh, I, I can't explain it without like spoiling the first episode, but it's fantastic. <laughs> um, my dad and I have taken to watching it almost every night, and Ooh. it's great. There's only one season so far, so if you guys like are afraid of those really long animes like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, and all of those. This is a pretty good anime to start with. It's pretty palatable and really fun. I mean, my dad likes it. So that says a lot about what, like, the audience that it can captivate. And um, I just bought, uh, I'm sure some of you have played Jackbox Party Games. Uh, um, oh. Online games, yeah. You should play. Oh, God. oh yes. I love. I, I bought like five packs, so oh I'm down. <laughs> so yeah, I started playing with my friends just a few days ago, and it's such a good way to bond with like the people that are important to you, even though you're apart. It's so good, and um, yeah, just find ways to keep interacting with each other, so we just don't yes. feel so alone. We stand purchases on this show. Follow <laughs> is my biggest like enabler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Self-promotion and watch my feature on Cosmo Philippines. I got Ooh, it. Cosmo boy. <laughs> I'm a Cosmo boy. Candy uh, cutie. Also, also for fans of Demon Slayer, the uh, or anyone else to get into it. If you want to read the manga, the manga's finished as well. So if you don't want to wait for oh, the really? anime, yeah. Really? It just finished two months ago, something like that. Fresh. Very recently, yeah. Right. Is Demon Slayer also the same anime? I, I, I think that um, Uniqlo's Releasing shirts for I think, right? yeah, I think so. Very on brand for you, friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I have no idea what Demon Slayer is about aside from maybe demons and slaying them. <laughs> I mean, the designs of that, like that specific new design that they're gonna designs that they're going to release, look really good. Like I want to yeah. buy, even though I don't know anything about that. <laughs> you should watch the anime. It yeah, says I, a lot about like 
how good the animation is itself that the designs are that good also. Okay. Okay. Anime, I like, that on my list. Animation is <laughs> so good. It's so different from a lot of typical animes. So. Okay. All right. Where? Who wants to go next? I, I, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> This Dren and me talking over each other. <laughs> no. I know. Sorry, Cholo's like messing up his thing. I'm not. You're both tall and you have nice hair. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Go, Dren. Oh, okay. At me. Uh, so I'm gonna recommend a couple of movies and some songs that are very familiar, but I only recently uh, realized like how good they were. Um, so the two films I'm going to recommend are two films that I watched back to back. They're directed by the same person named Don Han. And he's a, he was a producer at Disney for majority of the uh, Renaissance period of Disney. And he made two documentaries about his, you know, them basically reviving Disney from, you know, because the golden age happened and then it was kind of in this rut for a really long time. And then the Renaissance finally came. So the first film is called Waking Sleeping Beauty. And it's a, it's just, about the general, like all of the movies that were there who were a part of making, uh, what do you call this? Uh, the Renaissance happen, the Disney Renaissance happen. And the second movie, again, also directed by him almost 10 years later, is called Howard. Um, and it's about uh, one of the songwriters of, of the Disney Renaissance. And he wrote um, Part of Your World. Um, he wrote a lot of the songs in Beauty and the Beast. So he's like, you know, uh, a legend in, in the Disney world. And he... Um, unfortunately, passed away before Sleeping Beauty, uh, before Sleeping Beauty, though, before Beauty and the Beast even came out, because he was uh, an AIDS victim. And um, it's it's just crazy to me that like, why doesn't Disney talk about this, and why don't they have more characters that are LGBTQ plus? If one of the guys that wrote like their most iconic, some of their most iconic songs was a gay man, <laughs> and uh, I I think after watching the documentary, it's safe to say that like. He was the one that made those movies from good to great. Because in the documentary, he talks about how when he was writing Part of Your World, they wanted to initially remove the song. They didn't want Part of the, Your World to be in Little Mermaid. And he was like, it has to be in there because this is the song that encompasses like the entire movie. Um, so he, he was kind of this guy that um, advocated that theater, musical theater, is a serious genre and should be considered as such. And Disney shouldn't take it so lightly the songs and everything it's not just like fluff it's important integral to the movies so that i i really loved watching both of those so catch that and um the two songs i'm gonna recommend are the two themes from haiku and (laughs) which are composed by the same person if you didn't know that's why both of the soundtracks of those two series are so hype um uh the song from haiku is called uh, above uh, it's the song that plays whenever they're about to spike the ball. It's just, oh my God, I just want to cry every time I hear it. Um, and the uh, other song is called, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking? Uh, uh, oh my God. Which opening is it? Which opening? Uh, vibrate. It's the seven uh, hand like the <laughs> Think about it. Oh my God. Uh, why? What? Brain, <laughs> please. You say run. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, run. yeah. And there, there are both of those have an orchestra version, um, on and on, on YouTube, uh, because the composer, uh, recently had his tenth anniversary concert. Uh, Yuki, 
Hayashi? Yeah, Yuki mm-hmm. Hayashi had his 10th anniversary concert. So he played all of the themes from all of his anime. And both songs, there's a meme apparently that happened when he had this concert where people would just put Yusei Ron to like the most random things, like news footage and whatever. And it works with anything. It gets me so hype. I'm watching this storm chaser battling wind to get uh, data for the weather. And he, they put Yusei Ron on top of it. And I'm like, oh my God, you can do it, weatherman. You can do it, storm chaser. So. I've been listening to both songs as I've uh, recently gotten into exercising and I, I just want to scream plus ultra Oh yeah. whenever I exercise. So super duper good. Check it out. Is this a song that plays whenever they're about to go to like a super big battle? And- oh yeah. 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 It's really good. <laughs> All my- Follow and his first anime. <laughs> yes. My first anime as an adult. Um, watch My Hero Academy. Um, Actually, I have to add a song lang din pala, I remembered that I really like Katy Perry's new single, Smile. It's just really such a feel-good song that makes me feel like Katy Perry's back. And congrats, Katy Perry. Congrats for to her. her. Yeah. Uh, to her baby. And Smile is just really fun. I feel like in a world like this, um, you just need like a feel-good feel pick-me-up and that's a good, really great song. Um, early Katy Perry bubbly days and it's just really fun the music video is really great has really great animation as well so go watch that um, oh sorry super probable because you mentioned feel good I would be amiss to say uh, uh, to not mention dynamite by BTS yes <laughs> oh yeah it was really good it's a fan, it's not... a really good song justice for Jin though <laughs> what he like second... okay never mind we'll talk about no, this he later. doesn't <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, Francis Something I've really been like just spending so much hours of my life on. It's just pretty much any content content that is about The Last of Us. I don't know if you guys. I'm an by The Last of Us too. Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, talking. that was good. Have you played the second game? Have you finished yes. it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about it after that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I don't know. I mean, like, it's not exactly the happiest thing you can do to yourself during, during That's this very true. quarantine. But I'm just, you know, I'm just mega fan. I'm just a mega fan of what they're doing, The Last of Us. So, yeah. I mean, I can't really recommend it because, again, it's not, it's not the kindest thing you can do to yourself. Play the first one. I mean, if there's anything. Okay. There Play the first one. My brother got the Ellie edition for... The second one. Oh really? Wow. That's yeah, crazy. Dude. I saw really one. some money for that. Okay. It was his graduation gift, naman. Congrats, Mr. Suma Cum Laude. Suma ba? Cum Laude. Cum Laude. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Richard. Uh, I haven't also been consuming a lot of media recently, but uh, I did stumble across a because last year uh the fifth it was the fiftieth anniversary of Abbey Road. By the Beatles, and uh, so yes, and then I I found out that there was a 2019 re-release of the album for the 50th anniversary, and they re not remixed, but they mastered and remastered. mixed the songs. Not re yeah, they not remaster it, they re- remixed it, but not in the sense that they like you know DJ it up or anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they 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 just edited the sounds of it a bit, and so. Listening to the 2019 mix, you just you know find new appreciation for the songs. So like if you have the time, you know, uh, listen to it in Spotify in like very high quality. Put your headphones on, and they, you just discover new stuff about 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 uh, a lot of the songs there. 
and a lot of my favorite songs from the Beatles came from that album. You know, something. Here comes the sun. Uh, yeah. So Here something you guys should check out. EDM mix. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh my God, no! <laughs> Don't do not do that. Tasaktan si Richard. Yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> What's it called exactly? On twenty nine. Uh. 50th edition? Yeah, 50th anniversary edition. Super Deluxe edition, remastered. Uh, I the songs have the word 2019 mixed to it. That's that's what I'm sure of. So uh yeah, wait. Yeah, I joke. 2009 kasi tong nakikita ko eh. Not 2009, 2019, 2019 mixed. Yeah. Uh, so it literally says yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Super Deluxe edition. Yeah, there you go. On streaming platforms. There you go. There you go. Thanks. And and then, last, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mention a couple of HBO shows uh, that I think are worth checking out. I'm surprised Brendan didn't mention this first one. There's a new horror drama out called Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah. Because um, I knew yeah. you would. No, just oh, kidding. and I was waiting for you. Anyway. Um, oh, so it's crazy, but we finished each other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so Lovecraft Country is based, on a, is based on a novel, which is in turn based on the lore of H.P. Lovecraft, who if you don't know, created Cthulhu and all that. And he was also notoriously very racist. So what Lovecraft... What was his cat's cat? name, Mel? Huh? <laughs> his what was cat? his cat's name? <laughs> what? Oh, no, you don't know? Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll oh, say it after. That Richard was talking about. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't know that. Anyway, um, so the, the, the show is about a group of African-American men and women in the 1950s, I think, in America, as they begin to encounter like lots of weird supernatural horror things uh, next to all the racism that's that's been happening and two episodes in and it's absolutely ridiculous and insane like I have no idea what they're, where they're going with it and I think it's worth mentioning that the show is uh, developed by a black woman named Misha Green Ooh. so she's behind uh, all this stuff um, the the next show I would mention since we're talking about DC in my opinion the easily like the best DC screen thing that I've ever seen since the Dark Knight uh, is Watchmen from 2019. Oh yeah. Um, I th- oh, yeah. I think now is like the best time to get into it, just because um, the Emmys are coming up and it's it's leading the Emmy nominations. Um, all this DC fandom stuff uh, has sort of reignited interest in DC properties. And uh, given everything that's been happening in America, Watchmen has become super timely because it's yeah. it's not just like a superhero story. It's barely that actually. It's it's really about police brutality and generational yeah. trauma and how the police are a racist uh, organization and whatnot. So, super, super cool. Um, it's only nine episodes long. So, yeah, check that out. And that is it for our pop stop for the week and our DC fandom episode. I had a lot of fun and I uh, hope we have more yeah. episodes coming our way with the four-part Justice League <laughs> podcast series <laughs> upcoming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you everyone for being here. Um, of course, all our episodes are streaming everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcast. Of course, we're also on Radio Katipunan 87.9. Thank you so much to RK Fam and happy second anniversary to the RK Fam. Um, we hope to see more from you guys. Um, and of course, we're also on social media at Popcorn with Cholo. That's at Popcorn W Cholo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So let us know if uh, you want to see topics or people we want to talk to on the show. Of course, um, do recommend the show to a friend if you can so we have more fun as we talk about all the geeky stuff we love. 
and do not love at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much, Paula, Richard, Dren, Emil, and Francis for being here. And see you all next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 See ya.